Blog Talk Radio. Coming at you live. It is Buzzworthy Radio, where you can get the latest buzz on all your favorite shows and stars. Buzzworthy starts now. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to a new edition of Buzzworthy Radio on this Monday. Now the weekend's already over. October 19, 2009. It's 9.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. 6.30 a.m. Pacific Coast Time here on BlogTalkRadio.com. I'm your host, Novell J. Lee. See, I've been actually doing these intros and forgetting to introduce myself. I don't know why that is. Maybe I just think that you guys will automatically know who I am, but, you know, I, 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 think, I, I think I should at least say my name in some way, shape, or form, right? Right? I, I, I am somewhat important. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see about that, I guess. Uh, we're going to be joined by this morning in about 20 minutes. We're going to be joined by Jason Sheedy. He is the Late Night with Jimmy Fallon intern winner. We are going to be talking to him about his next uh, his next challenge, so to speak. His first one was very interesting. He had to basically go out in the streets of New York and get the entire audience donuts. I'm not kidding. He actually had to go get the whole entire audience donuts. He had to leave, and there was like, what, how many did Jimmy say? Over 300 people in the audience. He had to go get over 300 people in the audience donuts. That was his first assignment. So I wonder exactly what his next assignment will be. So it's going to be quite interesting. Quite interesting to talk about that. I, I think that is pretty cool. I want to talk to him about uh, also um, how he won the contest, exactly his submission for it. I actually seen and watched the best submission. So, uh, so yeah, we're going to talk about that too, how long it took to do that and everything. So, yeah, we're going to talk to him about that. <laughs> and for those of you who are not on uh, on my Facebook or my Twitter account, oh, my goodness, you have to... You have to get on that, I think. I actually just put an updated status about how I should go back to bed, but I won't because the next time I will hear is Damon Jacobs telling me he does not believe it should. It only took him five seconds to actually respond to that. I'm telling you, this guy must have radar coming out of his butt crack. <laughs> I mean that with the utmost love, Damon, by the way. Always spotting any and everybody who uses the word shoulds in their sentences. I think that's absolutely funny and crazy at the same time. But we still love you. So, I don't know. I don't know, but, you know, there it is. So, yes, I did that intentionally on purpose, but I wanted to see how long it would take him to notice it, and lo and behold, it took him it took him five seconds. It really did. That's a shame. A darn shame. Now, all right, then. how about those Phillies last night, ladies and gentlemen? How about those Phillies last night? One against the L.A. Dodgers. Yeah, I, even I can't pull that off because I'm not a Philly fan. I'm sorry. I'm going to get reamed over the goals for this. I already broke the news the other day that I am a New York Yankees fan. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I am. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm showing the love now to my. I'm showing the love to my Yanks. I am. I am. You guys. I know that. 
I know this breaks some of your hearts, as it did last night after everybody started telling me to, well, um, forget what they said. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to say what they said on the air. We're not going to do that. Um, this is a, this is a family-friendly show, and I kind of don't want to put it out there that, well, I think they were going to kill me. <laughs> I'm telling you, these I'm telling you, these these Yankee haters are vicious, man. You either love them or you hate them. And I can pretty much tell you right now, the town I live in, I pretty much hate them. I think I'm the only one in town that likes the Yankees. It's kind of like being in my town and liking the Dallas Cowboys. Once the Eagles fans see a Dallas Cowboys fan, then you get right over the coals. And there's this rivalry between the Cowboys and the Eagles, but frankly, I have to um, actually have to say this. What rivalry is there between the Cowboys and the Eagles? I'm, I'm sorry, but I honestly don't know of any uh, rivalry between the Cowboys and the Eagles. I think we just created one. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. But I really don't see any rivalry between the Cowboys and the Eagles, but oh well. We have it. It's definitely something that's not going to go away, but us Eagles fans, now I am an Eagles fan. I'm a huge Eagles fan, Um, and that's probably like the only Philadelphia team that I root for, and I don't root for the Phillies. Actually, I take that back. I do agree for the 76ers. So, so there. So I can't really say that. But I will tell you this: even though I am an Eagles fan, in spite of that, I hate those fans that spell. I swear, when you hear somebody spell E A G L E S Eagles, no matter how old you are, you kind of want to smack them. I mean, you really do. I mean, come on. Do you really have to go through every day of your life going to these games and actually spelling the word Eagles? And you have five-year-olds, five-year-olds spelling. I, I feel like that Eagles are their first words. I really do believe that. I really think that the Eagles are baby's first words. If you well, if you live here, if you live in the Delaware Valley or in the tri-state area around here, where I live at, I do think it's their first word. Don't they have something else better to do with their time than just worrying about spelling the Eagles? But that's my hugest pet peeve. That's it. But uh, they they they're having a good season so far. They did lose yesterday's game, and they're three and two. But um, so far, so far it's turned out really well. So at least, at least they're doing very, very good so far at the start of the season. I, and that's really good to say right now. And I honestly had no idea where they would stand this season, but they're doing absolutely wonderful. They're doing great. I guess Michael. I guess I was wrong. Michael Vick is a very good addition to the Eagles team, but. Yeah, so hopefully the Eagles can keep it up and let it stay that way. How about that? Hmm? All right, let's get on to this William Russ news that happened last night. Well, it didn't necessarily happen last night. It actually was broken over a week ago. I mean, Kristen was a guest on Brandon's Buzz on Tuesday, this past Tuesday, on the 13th. So if you definitely want to check out I mean, Kristen on that show, 
You can find Brandon's buzz here on blogtalkradio.com as well. I think Kristen was on the show, and she broke the news on his show that William Ruff landed a role on The Young and the Restless. I love Daytime Confidential. I do. But you didn't break that. <laughs> you didn't break that news. I'm sorry. Irene did it a few days uh, uh, before you, actually. I was trying to think of the words. <laughs> but, yeah, so apparently this was broken over a week ago, but it seems like, including myself, we're not paying attention. That's like me forgetting to post on my website about Peter Reckle and Christian Alfonso taping an episode of 30 Rock, and they're going to be making an appearance on a 30 Rock. And I actually posted it last night. Even though I had this broken on the news on, on the show last Wednesday. And I seriously thought I broke that, but I guess I didn't. So, see, even even I'm lagging in that department. But for those of you who don't know who William Russ is or who don't remember who William Russ is, he played the role of Alan Matthews on the hit ABC sitcom Boy Meets World. He was a dad. He was on-screen dad to Ben Savage. So it'll be interesting to see him on The Young and the Restless. And people are speculating if he's going to be the role of, if he's going to be playing the role of Tucker. Notice the notice the deep uh, silence that I just gave, simply because the only thing I can think about is, can he really muster up the chops to play against these actors on the show? And the first thing I could say is, I think anybody of this day and age on this show can pretty much stand up to them. That's pretty much it. That's all I can say about it, because I'm sorry. For somebody who's been watching this show for 20 years and watching it in the, can I call it the golden era? Can I say the golden era if I started watching it in 89, 90? Or would I have to go back a few more years to say it's, it was the golden era. I don't know. But if I can't, I can't, but I'm saying it now. The golden era of the Young and the Restless, growing up when they knew how to write heavy material for all of its characters on the show, character-driven storylines for the show, they, they're not doing that now. And this is a show I still watch. And I'm making these comments because I love the show and respect the show, but they're just not—they're just not giving us—they're just not giving us what we want. Instead, they're dumbing us down. It seems like when Bill Bell, the great Bill Bell, was still with us, they cared about the actors—not just the actors—they cared about the characters that they played. They really had a sense for what made the characters tick, what made them go from one move to the next move. And that's pretty much what I loved about it. But we're not getting that anymore. At least now, I don't feel like we're getting the sense that they care about the characters and the actors on the show. I, I, I get this sense that all they want to do is write from plot point to plot point to plot point in a story. And... Really, that's not how we're used to Y&R. Y&R was not about plot point to plot point to plot point. 
but now it is, and it's just something I'm not understanding. Perfect example, character of Adam. What is driving this character to do all this stuff to his dad, Ashley, everybody else in the Newman clan? What exactly is driving this character except the plot? Is something in his characteristics driving him to be a menace? That's what you got to think of. I mean, here's the perfect example of this. When Sheila Carter was on the show, okay, and I know there are a lot of Sheila Carter fans out there, and I was one of them. I was one of them. Love the storytelling that they did for her on the show back then and starting in 1990. Just look at that character. Look at that character. Flaws and all. She was driving, the, the character was driving what she was doing because of her character, not because of the plot. And the reason why I can say that is because, look, when you think of Sheila Carter, the main reason why she did what she did was because for love. She wanted to be loved. She was never really loved. You know, she wanted to be loved by Scott Granger. She wanted to have his child. Despite the fact that she did terrible, monotonous things to Lauren Fenmore, which I heard a lot of people liked. <laughs> but despite that, she, she did all this for love. That's all it was about. It was about love. All she wanted was love. She wanted, she wanted to be loved. She wanted to be in a relationship. She wanted something to last a lifetime for her. And that's what she wanted. Why is Adam doing this? Do we have a reason as to why Adam is doing what he is doing now? No. At least I don't think so. His character was coerced into interacting with uh, Mary Jane, Patty Williams. Why? His character was coerced into having someone fake being pregnant. Unknowingly, of course. But really, what is driving his character to basically make Ashley think that she was still pregnant when in fact that her baby died Still in the stomach, nonetheless. And now, switching the babies between Sharon and Ashley. What What is driving him to do all this stuff to these characters? There really isn't any. Someone, I actually heard someone say that he's um, doing it for his father's affections, his father's attention and love, but, um, but really? If this is... If this is what you're doing to get accepted by Victor Newman, you're I'm definitely going about it the wrong way. Isn't there a better way to be accepted by Victor Newman? Like working at Newman Enterprises, which the other kids won't allow him to do. But I don't know. I have absolutely no idea. I don't see anything going on as far as characters go. I'm going to get reamed over the coals for this too. But 
Lillian Kane is another example. This cancer storyline could have been a a huge, wonderful storyline, a wonderful storyline on the show. But again, it was for a plot device to get Kane and Lillian back together. Why didn't they work on that? Build that trust back. It only took, what, a few weeks to get those two back together? It didn't take them any more than a full storyline to get those two back together. So really, it was just a plot device to get Lillian Kane back together. Why don't you just keep them together and begin with? Instead of going through all of that mess. So yeah, Kane lied about who he was. All right. Now, that really did have potential. Of course it did. It had potential. Work on building the trust back with everybody that he had wronged, Jill, Catherine, Lily, Neil, everybody, everybody who he had deceived. But why did it take no more than a storyline for him to be accepted back by Jill, Kay, Lily? What happened here? It just doesn't seem to be thought out as, as much as they should be. The storyline is what I'm referring to. Honestly, I see nothing character-driven on this show anymore, and I, I wish that there was some way to improve it. The only way to do that is to bring on fresh blood who still cares about the genre, who still cares about YNR, and not just the state of affairs, like who the characters are, what makes these characters stick. These writers need to start caring about the actors and their characters. And I just don't think that they do. Except for one person, but of course I'm not going to mention their name because I don't want to put that out there. But he knows who I'm talking about. So it just seems like they're not caring about the show. They're not caring about it enough in order to have it fixed. We keep complaining about how the African-Americans on the show are not having their own story except for the character of Lily. And we have heard in an interview that Maria Bell did with uh, Nelson Branco in his sub report that she was working on fixing the African-American set and story on the show. I'm looking, and I don't see anything fixed about it. And I'm being nice when I say this. I feel highly insulted. I'm highly insulted that we were sitting here waiting for a change with the African-American characters on the show. And what did we get? We didn't get a change. We got butt kiss. I don't like that either. If you're going to say you're going to do something, you should do it. That's pretty much how it rolls. Don't sugarcoat it. Don't go back on it and avoid it. If you're going to fix something, you say you're going to fix something, fix it. That's all I'm going to say. say, If you're going to fix it, fix it. No more, no less. If you're not going to fix it, you shouldn't be in the business. But again, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm probably speaking out of my mind. But you know what? Everybody's entitled to their own opinion, and this is mine. That's just how I feel about it. Another thing is that they should be listening to what their long-time fans are saying. They're not doing that either. 
I don't think. They're reading our opinions, but are they taking it into effect? Maybe, maybe not. I'm leaning to the maybe not. I don't know. It just it just seems like there's so much that we want that we're just not getting. That's pretty much it. But we are right now joined by our guest of the morning. He, after a nationwide contest, Jason Sheedy was selected over hundreds of applicants to be the fall semester intern for the late night with Jimmy Fallon show. We have the pleasure of having him with us on the air right now. Jason, go on, man. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good, man. And thanks for joining us this morning. Yeah, it's a pleasure. All right. So your first assignment, first of all, I have to say, I, I did watch it. You basically had to run out for 300 people and buy them donuts, your first assignment. <laughs> that, yeah, that, I, I, I wish I was in that audience because I, I really was craving a donut at that point when I was watching it. I should have. I, mean, I should have had like. I should have went ahead and just tweeted at Jimmy. Have him stop in Jersey and get me a dozen donuts. Pretty much. <laughs> That's sort of a secondary objective to <laughs> you. Also, on your way home, stop in New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Stop in Jersey. Get me some donuts. That's it. Oh, you know what? Now that now that now that I said that, I think you should go ahead and do that. <laughs> I will, I'm going to pitch it to him. Right after you got the phone with you. Hey, I got a guy uh, who needs some donuts. It'll make a great show. <laughs> I'll be expecting them. I'll be expecting them. <laughs> they better not be stale, though. That's what, they have to be fresh. No, no, no. They're going to be fresh. I'm going to make them myself, I think. You think? <laughs> this is what you should do. Have your mom come out of the closet. Take her out of the closet, out of your apartment. And have her make the donuts for me. Oh, yeah. Let, let's explain that. Let's explain this video that you did when you <laughs> submitted this for this contest. And since they'll know exactly what I'm referring to about your mom coming out of the closet. Okay, gotcha. Uh, well, basically, that first video, um, that was um, a video I made after B, being declared a top ten finalist. And they asked um, all the finalists to make a video that was to sort of show them our world at school. So I decided to make something that would show them I would take it seriously, but something that should also show them, you know, I was going to have fun with everything. And my mom happened to be down for the weekend. That was actually the weekend I had been moving into the SCAD. And, uh, you know, it's like a mini vacation for her to come down. So I was like, you know, Mom, you need to be in the video. You know, they'll love that. And I was trying to think of a way to, you know, get her in there. And I was like, you know, if there's anything a college kid needs sometimes, it's his mom. And you got to have that handy. So I'm like, where, where, would we, where would we put a mom? And I was like, I guess she would be in the closet. Not thinking of the potential metaphors that could ensue from that you know, little image. Oh my goodness! See, I didn't go that route until you just said that. Thank you very much. Problem. <laughs> is, is, is it safe to assume that she's still in the closet? Yes, but don't worry. She's fine. She's you know well fed. She's got her own little suite in there, and it's it's working out nice. Okay, good. I was, like, wondering if you're, like, making sure that you are feeding her and, you know, supplying her heat and a television and a bed or something. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, it's got all the comforts of home. Wash and dryers included in there, so, you know, she's fine. There's so no window. So must be a very big closet. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's nice. <laughs> mm -hmm. You think you can probably, like, rope something up like that for me? I, I would love something like that. 
Maybe a nice little window or something. Oh. I need to get you a, a closet suite and about a dozen donuts. That's right. I won't have to pay for rent, will I? No, 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 no. That's uh, that's, that's one of the perks. Oh, so good. Cost, you know. Oh, good. I like that. I'm 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 intrigued. I'm intrigued by this. Very, very good. I'll be expecting that along with the donuts then, as soon as you're done with the show. No problem. So what was that? So what was it like when you were announced the uh, the winner of of this uh, intern for the show? Exactly, what did you do? Um, well, I got a phone call. Um, it was just uh, I'd come home from class from the day, and all all my roommates and I were just kind of in the kitchen getting ready to make dinner, you know, what have you. Just a really generic Tuesday afternoon, and um, I get this phone call. So you basically were having a bowl of cereal when you got the call. Basically, mm-hmm. a bowl of cereal, some uh, some other food we found in the hallway in the trash, and you know anything else we could scrape up. But um, <laughs> I went out to the uh, I went to my room and answered the phone, and it was somebody from NBC and said, "Hey, we love your videos, and we want you to be the new intern." And immediately I was just kind of like, "What?" <laughs> you know, it was just that disbelief. Like, you serious? Because I just I wasn't expecting, you know, a I call that soon, and b that something like that would actually happen. So it was really just you know, a quote-unquote, holy cow, are you serious, kind of kind of. You thought it was a prank? Is that, is that what you thought? Yeah. You thought it was a hoax like the Bloom oh, Boy incident? Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps not as dramatic as a Bloom Boy, but... <laughs> that's just true. As, uh, just as exciting. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Just so. as exciting with a little less dramatic impact. That's great. Right, right. <laughs> All the excitement, none of the bad uh, aftermath that I'm sure they're facing right now. (laughs) At least you're not facing criminal charges. Exactly, and that's always a plus. I I say that when I watch the video, I I don't think I could act that that peppy. (laughs) I mean, I'm dead serious, you guys. If you haven't checked it out, check me. I, I have the link up on the website, by the way. Uh, where you can see uh, Jason's video uh, for this, and I, I'm telling you, I cannot be that I cannot be that peppy, because I just sat there and I went, God, these guys are too cheesy for me, and I can't do that. <laughs> they would know right away that I was faking. I, I I I seriously could not pull that off. So I have to give you mad props for that alone. Cool for being convincingly peppy. I appreciate that. Convincingly peppy. Yes, that's exactly right. That's kind of a good word. I mean, you would just see right away if I were doing something like that, my smile would be so fake and cheesy that they initially would have to turn off the tape. That's how (laughs) very much it would be. I think I think we're about to strike a deal here. Maybe um, you know your own closet suite and the donuts for a video of yourself being peppy. I think that's a pretty fair uh, fair trade. Oh yeah. You'll see me being peppy in my own little closet space, watching YouTube, watching you on Jimmy Fallon doing your next assignment, and I'm being craptastically peppy about, oh, yeah, this guy on Jimmy Fallon is great. That's pretty much how it will sound. <laughs> no, 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 please, guys, and if, you're, if you're getting ideas about wanting to do that, don't do that. Please, <laughs> I'm throwing that out there right now. That that was not an idea. I swear. <laughs> you gotta throw that disclaimer out there. No, 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 no. That, throw that idea right into the trash can, please. <laughs> 
<laughs> so what is your next assignment? <laughs> I'm not sure, actually. I think it's going to be a surprise. Um, they're, I'm actually going to talk to them probably um, later today or later this week, and we're going to sort of figure out what the next video to show will be. But um, I'm hoping uh, we have a big thing here called the Savannah Film Festival in Savannah, Georgia, and I'm thinking maybe they'll, uh, they'll send me to cover that because we've got some celebrities coming down for that, and it's just a, a big event in town and for the oh, school. Cool. Very cool. Very cool. So, so he had he already had you like on the streets of New York, like filming like stuff in New York already, or? Uh, well, I, since I like work, um, I'm a I'm a correspondent intern, so I do all my work from school here in Savannah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. basically, um, anything I've done has been in Savannah, video wise. Oh, okay. I got you. Where are you going to school? So we, um, where you go to school? Savannah College of Art and Design. It's Savannah, Georgia. Okay. Very very so. cool. I'm I'm looking forward to finding out what he. I guess it's not going to be donuts again. That's already been done. <laughs> uh, they'll probably. I don't know. Maybe they could have you be like the next Oprah. Get everybody in the audience a car or something. That would Can be, you afford that though? Totally. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think I could afford to give everyone like a box of Kleenex, maybe. A box of Kleenex. Uh, I'll go buy a utility thing. This is what you should do. You should have, when you do that, you should have Jimmy Fallon, like, put snot on each tissue and give it to the audience so they could sell it on eBay or something and they'd be able to make money. Oh, yeah, and that's going to stimulate the economy. And, I mean, who knows what's going to happen from there. That's right. See, I think I managed to give you your next idea. See? (laughs) See, and if you do that, you have to give credit to me, Navelle. Right. Navelle, sorry. Give credit to me. Or just give credit to me on the show when you go back. Say hi to me. Give me a shout out. <laughs> I'll throw you a wink, and you'll know it's you'll know it's for you, or a thumbs up, and just remember. There we go. There you go, Jason G. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Hey, I appreciate it. You take care. You too. Fun, fun guy right there. Jason Sheedy, everybody. And uh, make sure you guys check him out on the Jimmy Fallon Show as the intern when he does his next assignment. And again, make sure you check out on our website. We have a link to watch his video of what he did submit for the contest. So make sure you guys check that out. But we are out of here for now. I uh, say for now because I have no idea when we're going to be back. You mean we actually are going to have a break? We're actually going to have a break from the show? I don't have any shows tomorrow. Really? Really? I don't know. It sounds highly unbelievable. It really does. But you never know. I might wind up having a show tomorrow, and I might find out at the last minute. <laughs> so we'll see. So we'll see what happens. But right now, we're going to be heading out here. We're, uh, I guess, going to take a little break. And if we do have any upcoming shows within the rest of the week, we will let you know. So for all this here at Buzzworthy, I'm the Belger Lee, making sure you guys get the latest buzz with Buzzworthy Radio. We'll see you guys next time. Take care. Can't get enough of Buzzworthy Radio. Log on now to www.buzzworthyradio.net to get the latest news on upcoming guests, past shows and videos of all your favorite stars. Keep getting the latest buzz with Buzzworthy.